The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm so delighted that here we are again uh, talking about moving from good to amazing. It's so wonderful getting all your comments as well at amazing at unity.fm. Uh, we love reading about your various experiences from the various uh, guests that we have on the show. I'm delighted that today we're actually uh, taking a different spin because that's what Life is about uh, spontaneity and doing something a little different out of the box. I've asked Heidi Alfrey, uh, Unity Minister, as well as host of her own show, uh, Let's Get Naked, and I've asked her to actually interview me today, or basically she and I have a conversation, better said, on how to speak Unity, which is a book that actually came out this past year. Um, that I was the author of. So, Heidi, welcome to the show. I've been looking forward to us spending this great time together. Thank you, Temple, my amazing friend. And and it is so important for us to keep having conversations that remind us of who we are. And and I love the idea of being able to talk about however this came to you, how to speak unity, because we we get in these communities that remind us that we're amazing and then we'll go out in the world and people will say, what's unity and what's this about? And, and something comes out of your mouth like, well, they teach God is love and all these paths to God are okay. And so, so thank you for creating something that gives us a place to describe these amazing insights that we, in communities of unity. And how did that come to you in your, in your place of knowing how important this was? Well, it's very interesting because, you know, when sometimes we ask people, you know, how a book came about, it's like, well, first of all, I believe that there's a book inside of everyone. And I I like to say um, I'm more concerned about the book that I'm living than the book I'm writing. Uh, And and that's kind of first and foremost, this kind of a guiding principle. Because, you know, you meet people along the way, I'm working on the book, I'm working on the book, and yes... (laughs) 
it's kind of like it's 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 kind of all the same. It's an expression of who you are. And oddly enough, um, I've been writing a book for many years now with the emphasis on many, <laughs> and I keep, you know, putting it over to the side or, you know, it's like, okay, no, I'm not going to work on it on this vacation. I just want to, you know, being in the land of, of doing nothing. And so I really think part of the way that the book came about was kind of like, it was funny because um, I'm sitting here one day at my desk opening mail, and as a uh, minister, you get a lot of books in the mail, you know, people wanting you to look at them and wanting you to review them and, and to have an author come, et cetera, et cetera. And so sometimes I let a few kind of build up, you know, and then go through them all when I can give them my full attention. And so anyway, the short of it is I open up this uh, UPS um, package overnight envelope and I'm reading, and it was like, oh, this is interesting. They're not saying, dear minister or, you know, dear friend. And it's like, oh, okay, dear temple, okay, and all right, and you're the publisher of Divorce and what? Um, and you would like me to write a book. Really, wow. get out. Are you kidding? <laughs> what? How to speak to These amazing okay. moments. You know, like, wrap your head around that. And I went, okay, and it's so so funny that I like read it two or three times and then I went down the hall and I said would you read that and tell me if it says to you what I think it says but anyway it was just to me it was just it was a gift um, because it it showed me and put me in a place of first of all saying yes in a greater way than I had in the book that I have been working on and still continue to do so but we won't play music behind that and it it brought out for me priority, and there was a commitment, you know, because I needed to reach a certain goal um, in order to meet the the deadline of uh, divorce publishing. So Gary Petey approached me and asked me if I would write it. You know, it was an honor to do so because um, I'm sure like you as a unity minister, I'm sure like a lot of metaphysical and open-minded and positive people that are in our audience today, we use this language so much mm-hmm. that sometimes it's just like we don't even think about it. You know, sometimes I'll be out with new people that aren't like in our uh, circles of influence, yes. and I'll say something and they go, what do you mean by that? And I'm kind of surprised they ask me. And I'm like, oh, what do I mean by that? Like, you know, like there's no devil. Like, well, let's talk about that, you know, kind of thing. Yes. And but this, when you go to put things in black and white, you really think about it. And coming from a deep-rooted Southern Baptist background, to actually put some of this in writing and, and process it and work with it, I mean, the gift was really um, in the fact that I got to write it. You know, aside from the fact that it was great talking about unity, the gift was the unity it created within myself. Beautiful. And, you know, and, and Temple, this bridge that you build when you start to speak unity, like you said, your Southern Baptist background and this place of not making anything wrong, but expanding the, the consciousness, the, the, the place that things are allowed. As we know, so many people are letting go of this uh, religion of their childhood or at least wanting to have something deeper, something that feels more personal to them, and and this is what unity offers. And to be able to not make it some kind of strange cultish thing that, of course, people that don't know about it may think it is, and to really see that this is a way of life, 
that is so freeing. And, and what I really understand, Jesus was, was absolutely teaching, and, and all of the spiritual masters were teaching. So I love that the universe really called you. I mean, you talk about getting a letter in the mail saying, we'd like to write a book. How, how exciting. And, and that the universe really called you into this. And so how was it that you experienced this sense of greater sense of unity within yourself while you wrote it? Well, I think, you know, from the approach of, um, uh, first of all, you know, it, it's a stretch anytime you go to do anything new. I, I tell people that when I'm coaching speaking. I used to be terrified to speak. I mean, my mom gave me a half a nerve pill. You know, I'll never remember <laughs> anything I said that day, nor will anybody else probably. But, um, you know, it's because it was new, and people forget that, that, you know, it's, it's not, it doesn't come natural at first. You have to do it over and over and over again before it feels like, okay, I feel comfortable with this. And it, so that was one thing that I needed to walk through with writing is that, okay, to take ownership and not be blocked by saying I'm not that great at writing. So that was one thing. Uh, but the other thing was to realize that I wasn't uh, attempting to make this a book uh, as a theologian or as a Bible scholar or, you know, as someone that has a Ph.D. in, in something, but that I wanted to offer people tools uh, rather than rules of, of ways in which in my own spiritual life I've held certain words that have helped me make the shift. Because regardless uh, of how exciting unity is and how exciting the concept of oneness is and, um, you know, everybody being connected on some global level, uh, it's, it's a big shift when you have been brought up in ways of our group is right and everybody else is wrong. Yes, <laughs> and so yes. regardless, it, it takes some efforting uh, to make that change because we want to live in these extremes. And as much as our soul goes, yeah, that's right, that feels right, oh, that feels good, uh, our head chatter is saying, oh, you're telling me that evil means something different? No way. You know, I can't sit with that because that means da-da-da-da-da. And I find that a lot of times that closes people down because they do live in such extremes. Like, I'm sure you've gone to many, you know, uh, unity membership classes, uh, you know, where you'll be talking about love and that God is caring and God is loving. And the first there's always the one or two people in the class that say, well, if God is loving, then talk to me about war. You know, how can that be happening? And it's like, well, because God happens through people, and um, it's, it, it doesn't, in unity, uh, work that way with us. And so I don't take those kind of things on. What I'd like to say to uh, the student within is to <laughs> see how God will work in your life first. You know, work with that starting place. Mm -hmm. Your life is a gift. Uh, Start holding in that way. Your life is not designed to be a struggle. It's not designed to always suffer. It's not designed to always be like climbing uphill. You're destined for an amazing life. Start there. Start with that space. And then look at your sacred story and how God has always been there, you know, that you almost had this car accident or that almost happened or whatever it is that your journey has taken you. And look and see how, yes, there indeed you cannot deny that a higher power has 
then in this co-creating this whole harmony of your life. And you cannot deny that. And when you build that case for yourself, no, you, you may not be able to ever explain to you why so many people are killed or those larger stories. I don't have those answers. I have no idea. I am not claiming to be all of God. But I can have the faith that on some level, you know, there's a reason for things that are beyond my own comprehension. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm excited about this book because I know that at Unity sometimes people can do the thing. As you've said, I'm right, you're wrong, and even when our minds get more open sometimes, we can look back at, from where we've come and think that's wrong or that that was because uh, we, we don't want to now be I'm in a more evolved place and somehow you're not. So I am, this kind of a book allows us to not only understand more of what it is, how we can speak about unity, but how we cannot make other people uncomfortable uh, with that such a, you know, shallow way of seeing things. But how do we just all get in a conversation about how do we all want to feel more peaceful? We all want to feel more connected. You know, that's why your idea of, uh, gosh, there must be a higher power. When I look at all the ways that there's been this hand of, of, of life that is always showing me the next step as I look and listen. I mean, your letter, again, to write the book is such a clear example of when something's supposed to happen, the, the universe is showing you, here, temple, this. <laughs> here it is, you know. Let's, uh, and the universe really is plotting for our good. And, and how do we talk about I think spirituality in a way that doesn't make anyone wrong invites right. us all into a, an open mindedness. Mm-hmm. You're you're so right, and um, and it's happening that way for everybody all the time. I mean, there's the the statement uh, that says to pay attention to what knocks on your door three times because chances are it's what you're called to do. You know, obviously there had been a few knocks on my door that I kind of not paid attention to, so it took the, okay, letter in the mail, you know, let's, let's see how that works. Um, and, it, and that's the way it works for all of us because we get back to your life is a gift, you know, and anything is possible. And I really feel that um, as we see with Joel Osteen and other people that are out there, you know, teaching that people want practical it, it's, it doesn't have to be complicated for people to understand the beauty of, of the unity work and the unity movement, and that's what people want. I mean, I know many years ago when I became involved in New Thought, you know, sometimes I'd go to repeat what I heard, and I went, oh, I don't really know what they said. The theory of the, according to the consciousness of the inward beingness of the individuation of the spirit, it's like, <laughs> it's all nice. It's all wonderful. It sounds real important, but how does that affect me when I go to work tomorrow and I don't really enjoy being with my coworker? You know, how does that help me in divorce or whatever? And so to me, part of How to Speak Unity, this little book, um, first of all, it's such an easy read because it's, you know, two or three paragraphs per idea. Um, But secondly, it's just practical of things that you can use every day um, and how to how to work with this concept of unity uh, in everything that you do. I love it. 
I wonder if it could be something that could be a class journey with people. You know, they could be used for a class that we're saying, how are we not only practicing this in the world, but speaking it in the sense of, you know, in our world where people want to understand, you know, why are you happier and how is it that you've become so much more confident and clear about your presence on the planet and that we can articulate this in a way of this kind of community that really tells you you've always been okay, there's never been anything wrong with you, and, and you are the place where the world awakens by you knowing that. You know, your amazingness is, is, has to be experienced by you remembering that, that, that truth about yourself. So We're continuing I, to I love that. Grow all the, all the time, and actually that you mentioned that, uh, we have a um, seven, I wrote a seven-week uh, workbook to go with the book. Um, so it is, is available, and anyone that's interested can write me at amazing at unity.fm, and I'd be glad to, to share that. Well, my favorite part of ministry is, is teaching. I love the small group uh, experience or large group experience, whatever it is. But So I'll be looking into that because I tell you, the, the, I hear it all the time. The I love this. I want to share it. I don't know how to share it because I don't know how to articulate <laughs> what, what the principles mean more, more deeply. So, so I so appreciate this experience. So we can, we, they can find it then by emailing you. Yes. Okay, yes. excellent. They, they can email it amazing at unity.fm. Excellent, excellent. Simple, I love this. Yep. And so um, when we come back after break, I will um, I talk with you about various concepts in the book, and they will, um, they will really get your thinking going. And again, I want to thank everyone for joining us this afternoon on Good to Amazing, Unity Online Radio. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that Everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us. 
For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org. Jesus taught us that it is our divine creator's great pleasure to give us the kingdom of limitless good. We are all heirs to incredible abundance, and yet many people right now are stuck and struggling in a place of lack. How do we walk the walk and experience vibrant health, profound love, limitless wealth, and overflowing joy in the midst of a world consciousness of lack and separation? Each week, you will learn powerful and practical tools to experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Hear from experts and visionaries that are living examples of sacred abundance and have your questions about prosperity answered from a spiritual perspective. Join Reverend Robin Ryder live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time on Sacred Abundance, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to these positive radio shows that Unity Online Radio offers. And I just want to say, again, we want to thank you for all your uh, wonderful donations that, that you have made throughout the course of 2011 and as we move forward into into this wonderful year. Um, Heidi Alfrey is interviewing me today about the book, How to Speak Unity. It's I cannot say enough how simple of a read it is, but yet profound in its meaning. And Heidi, as you know, I've taken about 70-some-plus uh, words and words that we use interchangeably in unity as well as in the uh, spiritual living, uh, the religious science movement. And I've taken these words and kind of defined them in a way that are very simple. And um, one of the words that that I love, that I, I think that um, we all must uh, remind ourselves of, uh, especially those that are leaders, uh, spiritual leaders in New Thought, is the word energy. Mm. And the and yeah, and so and so the question is: Is God's energy and ours the same? Yes, divine energy is present in everything, from the ocean to the tallest tree, from the smallest blade of grass to a human being. All is energy, and all is God substance and God essence. And it's it's very interesting for me because I I really feel that you know we are born with this dynamic energy as as a baby of just life and essence and um and as children you know they just go and go and go and you know life is good and really i believe that at the end of our lives we are supposed to go with as much energy as we started with and um I, I just feel very strongly about that, as uh, as Dr. Caroline Sutherland says, uh, when we exit out, somebody ought to come the next morning to see us and just see our shoes there left. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that energy, again, is one of those words, and I appreciate you tying it into nature because we can all understand the energy of the ocean. We see this growth of this, these beautiful plants and things around us. And so when we see ourselves, as Jesus continued to teach, um, one with nature, all the parables, and that, that energy of life is what is what we get to focus on when we really think about spirituality. And so, again, you know, as you said, I think when people kind of throw around the word energy, it can be confusing. So if we think of God as this, you know, life force that's within everything and is within us, then this gets to be this place that it's ever-renewing, it's, it's never stagnant, it's always creative. And you talked about doing new things and the beginning of the year is this time where we really need to remember that there is an unlimited source that is constantly uh, renewing itself. And that to try something new probably every day would be a great, if you're going to make a resolution, that could be one that will really keep you awake to who you are, to this amazingness. And so that word in particular I think is, is good because it can be one you know, what's unity? Oh, we're all about energy. Well, what does that mean? So, yeah, so. yeah, and it, it's nothing esoteric. It's, it's the, the uh, simplicity of are you vibrant? You know, yes. there's there's people that, that when you meet them energetically, you feel more dynamic than, you know, before you entered into uh, their field or, the, yes. or their essence. And, you know, I love to tell people in, in one of my Sunday talks, I said that, you know, you don't see worn-out birds here in Florida. You know, <laughs> oh, God, it's been such a hard week being a bird, and I'm so tired of being a bird, and, you know, if I could just do anything else, you know. When they are doing what they're supposed to be doing as a bird, they're vibrant, right? Uh, the squirrels are vibrant, you know, and it doesn't mean that there's never a resting phase. It simply means when they are being in their beingness, they are, they are vibrant. And the same is true for us. It's yes. just that we're bombarded all the time. We have these um, limited beliefs about who we are. We equate it to um, our age. We, we equate it to how much sleep we had the night before or, you know, three days prior. And I'm not talking about self-care. Um, self-care is actually an essential ingredient in having vibrant energy. But I'm talking about how um, there's a dreadedness to a, thing, a lot of things people do. Uh, there's some people that start out on Monday already talking about how tired they're going to be on Friday. Have you ever known people like that? I used yep. to be one of those people mm-hmm. until I traveled all over the country teaching stress management and realized that that was a core value. Of Richard Carlson, he used to say, what is it with people that how they're already deciding and putting it out there in the universe and saying, Oh, God, by Friday I'm going to be so tired. He said they haven't even started their work week yet in a lot of cases. <laughs> so what did they create? That they are tired. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so this, this I, again, the energy of nature, I'm so blessed to be in your wonderful sunshine state this week, and I'm sitting outside doing this because when I am outside, I feel so much more of, of this energetic flow. So I'm... So grateful that that word and, and that conversation is something we get to talk about. And we, we realize then when you're saying on Monday, oh, I'm already worrying about Friday, that statement right there is, is, is not allowing you to feel energy. 
it's allowing you to feel, you know, the the experience of the block of something that's that's not true, but you've believed. Absolutely. Yeah. So so what else is in this book of wisdom? I like this. I feel I feel more oh. energetic right now. Oh, thank you. Um, well, another word that we use often um, in our um, everyday language is divine order. Oh, well, that was in divine order. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that I, I just wanted to highlight, because having served communities for 20 years now, uh, which is still shocking to me, but that's another radio show. Especially um, since you is... look like you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. Is, um, baby. Is divine order does not excuse our responsibility to show up on time, be present, and give our personal best. Yes. That's not, in my humble opinion, divine order. Uh, We're often in situations outside of our control, like stuck in a traffic jam or waiting for a late shuttle or held up in a grocery line. And when these events occur, there's a reason for it. Um, That happened to me a number of years ago, myself and and a dear friend of mine were taking a trip from the Carolinas back to Florida. And along the way, we were so into talking about, you know, our lives, et cetera, that I passed the road we were supposed to take to get on the interstate. And it wasn't one of those convenient things, you know, in some of those back roads of the Carolinas. It really was going to put us back like 45, 50 minutes because we had to go like 14 miles back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the sort of the story is that when we went all the way back, then got on the road that we were supposed to be on, we came up on like a 15, 20-car pileup. It's always when you're late. (laughs) And we both looked at each other. No, we both looked at each other because had we taken the right road at the right time, we would have been one of the first cars in the pileup. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it's like, so that was a a real huge um, awareness, epiphany of don't resist when there is something that is unexpected or in a mistake that you made, just be with it. I I just had this happen with a friend of mine that she was in L.A. with her little dog um, and she had taken the dog down in the morning to go, um, well, what's the word we use uh, for public radio? Potty. There you go. So <laughs> she was taking the dog to go, a little Pomeranian like your little dog, Sophie. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and the dog resisted and would not go. And so she pulled on the leash, would not go again. And she went, oh, to heck with it. I'll just bring you back in a few minutes. I'm going to go back upstairs and have my coffee if you really feel that strongly about not going. Well, she lives on the same block where the Hollywood shooting spree just occurred. Did you hear about that? Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. And so people were texting her. After the fact, are you okay? Is everything all right? And she goes, oh, yeah, why would you ask that? And they went, you know, turn on the TV. My heavens. And so, and so what occurred is, had she been there on time, she would have been right there on the street when that was happening, had the dog not resisted. Mm-hmm. These, those creatures are turned in, like you said, like the birds. <laughs> 
It's, oh, it's yeah. great, but you're, but you're, this is the, this is what we're saying, Temple, is that there's a divinity to being in the flow and not trying to push the river, but not resisting that which is, is the, is the order of things. But, but I really enjoy what you said at the beginning, not using it as an excuse when things right. are, when you've had a part in, in, maybe inconveniencing the world somehow. Oh, well, that's just divine order. But it's it's really noticing the way that things are uh, sort of continuing to keep you in the energy that is healthy, but not using it as something that I see some people do that is more like a we're blowing off the, the truth of what's happening here. So right. I, I love that the sacredness of what you're saying about it rather than it's kind of a place of, I'm just not going to ignore something I really need to see. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. there is a divine order in things all around us, but if we resist it, often we miss it. You know, yeah. and sometimes we never hear about it. I mean, it's it's. Uh, she was fortunate that she heard about it after the fact. We don't always do that. But I've I've just learned to sit in that, like don't don't get upset and all bent out of shape about certain things that I have absolutely no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say when there's a delay, God has a, a new way or a different way, um, and it's always proved to be true. You know, it, it just it just feels right. I think another word that we use often, and people go, "What the heck are you talking about with that?" is when we talk about manifesting. Or yes. You know, what in the world uh, does, does that mean? And I think that that's a way um, early on that we used to tease each other when we were learning how to think about something and have it then come true in our lives. Um, it's like my mom, she asked me not too long ago, she said, do you still work at, you know, manifesting parking spaces when you pull up to a busy place and you say, oh, no problem, you know, there'll be a parking space, it'll be right there in front. And I said, oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, getting on up there that I need to, I'm not going to def- affirm my age today. <laughs> but anyway, I said, oh, no, that's what I did in my 30s. Now I need to, you know, really walk. So I part way far away. <laughs> I need the exercise now. It's a whole different thing. But um, manifesting, I think, just comes so natural for us if we were tuned into it, don't you think? Yes, and then what happens, and again, I like the beginning of the year to to be with this conversation is that it's a mindset now that I live a life of grace and ease and that what I, what I really need will show up. It, it will be, if, if I am to park in the front and that's what I really desire, then that will be provided as it is, uh, as it is something that benefits my good. And as you're saying, if, if you want to walk, then that will be the situation that will show up. But the manifesting really comes from the consciousness. Uh, as, and, of course, that's probably another word that's in the book. But it's, it's kind of it's this decision that the universe is plotting for my good, that I am born in this form of um, the image and likeness of God. And so there's nothing that's against me, that, that it is my deciding that everything's working out in this way that is a benefit for me to continue to, you know, be the 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 uh, presence of good and, and awakeness that I am. 
So yeah, I know that so. manifesting can be a funny word, but it's really um, the creating as being one with all creation. Exactly. And and what you're you're saying, and or what I'm hearing you say, is that you're saying, universe, here's the thing. I'm calling this in. Provide this or something better. Yes. You know, um, and I think that that's a, a nice um, stipulation to place upon things when we are praying to have them or we're focusing on them is this or something better. Because sometimes along the way, um, we have an idea in our minds about what we think we want, um, but yet it, there could be something even better uh, awaiting us, you know, right around the corner that hasn't occurred to us or we didn't even know it existed. You know, that can be the case, too. So it's something even more dynamic than we ever called for. But I, I, I think for me, it's never a question of if I'm getting a yes or not. I think life is giving us a yes. It's just whatever package it might come to us, uh, whether it's in the mail or the knock on the door or the phone call or whatever it may be. You know. or the letter in the mail. Yes. So I, there's a great deal of detachment with this. And I mm-hmm. think that's where, you know, as, as the, the, a lot of these classes, and I really think this book is going to be a great class to teach, is, is when we're in this place of allowing our dreams to start coming to us and our passion and our desires, that, uh, that we really do say this or something better. Because, you know, this, this God, source knows so well what will be the thing that will be the perfect fit. And I know if we look back at our lives, and so many times I thought it needed to be this, and it ended up being this, as I just kept moving toward, kept moving forward, you know, allowed the energy to be, you know, this great appreciation of life, it's always unfolded in, in marvelous, amazing ways. Oh, yeah, beyond your wildest imagination. Beyond my wildest dreams, mm-hmm. every time. Yes, but, it, but yet, uh, not to talk on top of you, but uh, what do you get when you put two ministers together? <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, the truth of it is, is that um, it's the, the part of consciousness, like you said. It's having a consciousness. Uh, not that we're here in life just to get by. Uh, not that we're here just to make it uh, or struggle along. But it's truly that core of us that, that knows that we're here destined uh, for an amazing life. Um, I'm Temple Hayes, and I am enjoying this hour of energy and power with Heidi Alfrey, also a Unity um, radio host. And we are talking today about the book, How to Speak Unity. You can find it on my website, templehays.org, or through First Unity Unity Campus here in St. Petersburg or on Amazon.com. How to Speak Unity by Temple Hayes. And we'll talk about consciousness when we come back after break. Thank you for being with us. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. 
Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Reverend Tom Thorpe, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So welcome back, everyone, From Good to Amazing. And I'm just knowing that for yourself as you're looking uh, further into this uh, wonderful and dynamic uh, year of 2012, I wanted to tell you that um, the mantra is delve into 2012 with amazing grace because um, from good to amazing has proven to be such a great energy to hold. It's like, okay, is this good or is my good in the way of the possibility of amazing? That um, going into 2012, I just, it was necessary to hold on to that amazing grace idea. So Heidi, thank you for agreeing to do this with me and, and spend this hour with me about the book, How to Speak Unity. I'm so excited, Temple, about this book and and about what it's going to allow people to experience with their unity ease. And I think unity is something that we need to be having conversations about all the time. And if we can stop, you know, throwing around words, as you said, that I think are very vague for people, you know, energy and and manifest and and I and I love that we'll talk about consciousness. Because as we're talking on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world, it really is waking up to the place of can we live beyond good to amazing? Can we be more conscious and not just having our eyes open, but having our mind open, our heart open? And I really am so inspired that you did write a book. Because how many of us want to talk about books and then how many of us really will sit down and do this? So. I'd say it must have been a lot of consciousness that brought the dedication of, of having this this created. Well, it you know, it just becomes uh, a part of your life. And again, I think um, what the real aha was for me is, or, you know, the epiphany of it was that um, once I set in motion, okay, I really need to be finished by this particular date, then to come back from that, I was able to start putting time in the calendar that required, uh, you know, me to be focused. And um, and you can't keep putting something off to someday over there. Uh, there was actually a time in there when I, you know, had uh, set aside time in August. I think my deadline was October 1. And I had set aside time in August. I'd taken the time off and everything to go retreat. And then my mom had unexpected emergency surgery. So, of course, again, is it the book I'm writing or the book I'm living that's more important? <laughs> Hello, it's the book I'm living. So I, you know, kind of dropped everything and was there for my mom for a three-week window and certainly couldn't, didn't want to focus then on, you know, writing. However, um, it's, it's, first of all, it's the willingness to take it on and say yes. You know, it's mine to do and setting aside the time. And then it also is helpful. I was fortunate that I had um, someone else willing to work with me in that I would be able to discuss back and forth. 
certain ideas or that accountability could be held as well. Yes. So you might yes. want to consider doing that. Of course, now we're getting a lot more tools than we used to have that, you know, with Microsoft and some other things. So you can actually talk into like Dragon. I think, isn't it called Dragon is the one that's not yes. right, but something close to that, Dragonware, um, where you can talk it in and then it prints it out for you. I had heard one time that Neil Donald Walsh uses that, and that's how he acclaimed to being able to, you know, respond to all the emails because he talks it instead of writes it. So there's all kind of different ways, you know, if one has interest to do it, um, that it can be done. Well, and this is so you partnered then. See, if we're going to talk about the word conscious, I love that you brought in accountability and you brought in this witness person. It, it was this um, a a person that had wanted to co-create this at the beginning or a friend well, or someone it, that else? No, it, no, it wasn't like that. It was that I asked a friend of mine who was relatively new to Unity to let me share uh-huh. ideas and concepts um, because the people that are in Unity and that are in metaphysics, they already get it. And um, my part of my mission and vision and part of my you know, the energy in my life is that unity, I really feel when I was 20, was really my saving grace. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many, there's millions and millions um, of people that could benefit from knowing about unity if we could speak it in a language that they can understand. You know, there was a write-up in Unity Magazine from one of the scholars there that says, well, you know, this book may not be the one-all and do-all. It was like, well, that was never what it was for. This was for people that, in everyday life, that, I mean, it's for both, obviously, for the people that are in Unity to further define define what they feel or what they believe or not. Um, but more so for people that aren't familiar with unity, that we would help them understand, oh, we're not out there. You know, we're everyday yes. people uh, practicing spirituality. Uh, we work with tools, not rules. Um, we believe in a, a loving, harmonious God that can work for the good of all. And, and just to teach those concepts. And so um, my friend was willing to sit with me at certain times and talk about these words about did it make sense to her, you know, or was it too far out there? And it really helped, and it made me accountable. Yes, we need a witness. There was a huge um, article in the USA Today the other day that was talking about a huge population that's called the so what population that does not understand church, doesn't want to go to church. And, and so things like this help people understand that, as you've called your, your um, community, a campus. You know, it's a place of learning, not a place where we're going to tell you how to live, but invite you to experience more of yourself. And exactly. so, anyway, Temple, thank you so much for writing this. I, I look forward to getting that workbook and having a group sit together and, and talk about how this, how we get to speak unity better. No, it would be an honor to have you teach it because I know and, and uh, you know, word travels that you're an excellent speaker. So, And we're looking forward to having you here at First Unity on uh, January the 22nd. So that's yeah. going to be a real honor for us to have you come through here and, and teach us um, your teachings about uh, being authentic and being real and 
uh, it's going to be our pleasure, that's for sure. Again, I just want to say that How to Speak Unity, that you can uh, find where to purchase it through Amazon, and the simple way is to go on the website templehaze.org, and you can find it right there on our website of how to get it. It's a great gift to give for people for uh, special occasions or just a, a special thank you for being in my life gift. Um, it's only eight ninety five, so easy read and a lot of fun and how it explains everyday life. One of the ideas I would like to leave with everybody is that, um, you know, we're always hearing about uh, near-death experiences and, and people that go to the other side and, you know, they see light or they see angels or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's pretty magical and amazing. But I, and, and yes, that's phenomenal. But one of the things that I think in our society today that we all need to be more conscious of is the near-life experiences that we could have <laughs> had, you know. And, um, and so that's also in the book, in the, um, in the word life. And because it's, it's so many things we do that we're not putting our whole selves in, uh, we're just kind of doing like, okay, you know, let me just get through the day, rather than how can the day happen through me. It's a whole different kind of way of living, of looking at those near-life experiences like the words that could have been spoken, you know, the things that could have been said, um, the the uh, weight program that could have happened that someone stopped, you know, one day too shy. But how in life are you just near life instead of putting everything that you have into it, either a project, an experience, or a relationship? I want to thank every one of you for joining us today. Uh, please share this uh, hour of um, How to Speak Unity with others and that we all can join together in how to move from good to amazing. Thank you, Heidi, for oh, this time you. together today. And it's been a pleasure being with you. God bless you on your amazing uh, sacred journey. It's going to be an incredible year. Thank you, Temple. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries Online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child, trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive! Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, for The Bible Alive, exploring your spiritual roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Nothing more thrilling than feeling your direct connection with your source, your spirit. In those moments, you are soaring, knowing that you can be, do, or have anything you want. But what do you do when real life hits you straight on? Let's get real. This is practical spirituality for a busy, bustling world. Join us every Friday at noon Central Time for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, where we explore leading-edge principles and break down the law of attraction so it works for you every day. When you are off the mountaintop, join us for this delicious exploration of attraction principles with your host, Ray Zander. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Sure, you consider yourself spiritual, but does your spirituality involve your gayness? 
Reverend Dulani Moore and Jerome Braggs want you to know that you no longer have to live bound by shame. For it's God's desire for you to be set free by understanding the truth of your being. It is time to live the unedited life, freely celebrating everything that you are and the unique expression God designed you to be. Talk with Reverend Dulani and Jerome live every Monday at 5 p.m. Central on Get Into It and Get Your Life. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, Unity Online Radio. Yes, I was wanting to know if I can listen to Unity Online Radio on my smartphone. Actually, yes. iPhone and Android users can now listen live to Unity Online Radio with the Live 365 app. This is great news. How do I get the app? Getting the app is super easy. You'll need to download our broadcast partner's app, Live 365. iPhone users can go to iTunes to download the Live 365 app. Android users can go to the Android market. Once the app is downloaded onto your mobile device, search for Unity Online Radio. And voila, your favorite hosts, live on your phone. Wow. Unity Online Radio, on the go? How cool is that? To learn more, go to www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music. It's the only thing that the whole world listens to. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment from Reverend Joan Gattuso and Unity Magazine is brought to you by Unity. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. 
Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.